Hey everyone, it's Evelyn and happy Saturday to you. Thank you for coming back and listening to me again if you listen to me every Saturday and Wednesday. And if you're new, thank you so much for deciding to listen to my podcast today. This is Life Over Matter and I'm Evelyn. And every Wednesday and Saturday, I talk to everybody about polishing yourself, becoming your best self. Uh, What I'm doing is I'm on a journey for me. And I am finding through uh, the course of the days as they go by that, um, you know, there's, there's places where I could use work. You know, there's always places where we can all use work. And there's places where I see other people that go through things that I've already been through. And I talk about that often on this podcast. And as you know, if you listen to my, my episode last week, Uh, It's been a crazy month so far here in June. There have been every kind of emotion that has uh, surged its way through my life. And I try very hard to come out on the other side, pretty even keel, trying to um, be the duck on the water, right? Everything's okay, but my little legs are just a going, right? And I think that's what a lot of us do. And we have great days and I think that it's all about how you appreciate those great days of course and being thankful for them and just looking at the pluses and being an optimist helps and then we have our bad days and I have to remind myself during those bad days that everything happens for a reason or there's a learning experience in this and what can I garner from this what can I share with someone else that can help make their journey a little bit easier. Anyhow, uh, several times a week, I am putting challenges in front of myself, doing different exercises to uh, kind of smooth a seamless transition into the next chapter of my life, if that's what we're doing, if we're turning the page. If it's something that I'm trying to challenge myself with and it's a little bit more of a struggle that takes a little bit more time. For instance, I. Uh, found that I started being afraid of heights when I never was before. So anytime that I get the opportunity to do something that's a little outside my comfort zone regarding heights, I try to do it. And most of the time when I'm I'm challenging myself on these fears, and in the series I call it Fear with Age because I didn't have them when I was younger. I literally, and I've talked about it before, I've jumped off bridges, I've jumped off rocks and cliffs into water, I've done all of those things of my lifetime. I just don't know when it happened, but I started getting afraid of those things. Uh, And I started talking to people about it, and a lot of people started getting afraid of things they never were previously afraid of before. And so I was comforted by the commonality of the fact that other people were afraid of things that they weren't normally. And then I started paying attention to where I was getting those ideas, and I started realizing that those fears were coming from things like watching the news and things like that. And I went to college for uh, communications media and I minored in computer science technology. And in communications media, I'll never forget, one of the first days of school, uh, our professor telling us, you'll never look at the media the same way again after you take my classes. And he'd been a teacher at that college for, he taught my sister actually. Uh, So he'd been there for a while. And, you know, I 
never will forget how right he was because the media is, you know, on one hand showing how much fun that everybody has doing all these risky things. And then on the other hand, it makes a lot of money and gets a lot of ratings for crime documentaries and things like that that get me afraid to take the dog for a walk in the night or, you know, go to Walmart. My gosh, I used to get so bored and just want to go walking around when I was younger. And I would go and, and walk around. I wouldn't buy anything, but I would just need somewhere to go because I couldn't sleep, you know, whatever. And I think about that now. I think about doing that now and I'm like, Ugh, I would never, I would never do that now. <laughs> um, but then, you know, I just, I questioned where did those feelings change? And foods that I liked that I no longer like songs that I like that mean something totally different to me now just interesting perspectives on things where I used to be really passionate about something and now I'm passionate about something else I don't care as much about that original thing and again I started bringing this up in conversation and a lot of other people were really it was intriguing conversation because I had a lot of people telling me they felt the same way which just put off a whole bunch of light bulbs within me and anyway I am going off the rails a bit here today I'm gonna talk to you uh, about a little bit of um, self-care self-awareness being mindful I talk about it a lot on my life over matter Instagram page and I think that a lot of what I talk about in this podcast all ties together if you're new to listening to this podcast I highly suggest starting off in the first season because you get to hear how everything develops and I just caution you that there are two books thrown in there uh, that are very interesting I like them both very much so definitely listen to those if you get a chance if you're on a road trip it is the summer and um, I've been thinking about people being on road trips and how podcasts would be so interesting to listen to and stuff like that because it all goes hand in hand but you can listen to them out of order too they're not they're not in order like that but it's all exercises that I've been doing and um, just incredibly spiritual. And I think as each day passes, I become a little bit more spiritual than the last, just trying to connect with nature and what I would be without any of, you know, bad memories or, you know, touching the hot stove is what I like to call it. Um, you know, learning from lessons, but not be afraid to try similar things uh, and not assuming that painful things are going to come every time I get close to something that is the proverbial hot stove, if that makes sense. Anyway, so it is summertime in Florida and I am for once not recording this in the thunderstorming rain. Uh, however, um, I hope that whatever, wherever you are and whatever you're doing today, you uh, have something fantastic planned. I know that a lot of people right now are in the sun or in the ocean. I, I myself went tonight uh, to the ocean. There's a spot that I really like and I uh, go see the sunset all the time. And uh, I actually have some pictures. I'll probably post them on Instagram at some point. Anyway, there was a storm coming in, and I love rainstorms. 
and it was coming from two different sides. And as the sun was starting to set on the water, it started changing colors. The sun itself started changing colors and there were purples and blues and reds and greens. And it was just, it wasn't a rainbow, but the, the placement of all the clouds and just nature. And what was crazy was that after the sun had already set upon the water, all the way on the other side, there were reflections of light from the sun. It was incredible. It was probably like super far away, you know, but then there were clouds that looked like explosions. I mean, it was just so, so cool. I was actually, usually I just go to watch the sunset and today I actually got into the water and was swimming around in the ocean while it was setting. So it was a surreal experience, especially when you're from the mountains like I am and you grow up and you, it's such a special occasion uh just being able to even after all these years to be able to go to the ocean and watch that and it be different every time is such a blessing in its own right anyhow so the last couple weeks i have been kind of hacking my food prep system again i've had vsg surgery and it's a lifestyle change and i'm always trying to find different ways to save time and save money because inflation is a thing and it's really teaching me a lot about the economy right now. Um, and I'm, I'm trying very hard to keep nutrition in my life, but at the same time, I also want to make the most out of the time that I have. So um, I've been going to the deli at my local produce stand. They have a deli and it's amazing. And it's Italian, well, at least they have a lot of Italian food. So passionate about it and I get a lot of fresh vegetables and everything and it's already prepared uh, last week when I went there I got bags of zucchini and squash that was already cut up and seasoned differently but all you do is throw it in the microwave and it steams itself and that is something just alone that I would save so much time doing because I sit at my table and I cut zucchini and squash and then I bag it uh, and I season it all differently and this I just bought I mean I don't mind the time because I love to cook, but at the same time when I have to cook anyway during the week because I don't always like to eat the same thing over and over again or, you know, come Wednesday, it's a different story because the food isn't as great anymore and you're kind of getting sick of eating it so much and, you know, I try to cook a bunch of different things, but it's just a thing. Those of you who listen to me that have had VSG surgery, 100%, you know what I'm talking about especially when you love to cook. I love cooking with colors too. I try um, to blend as many different colors in every recipe as possible. That takes a lot of cutting. And I love cooking, but it just, after a while, like I said last week and the week before, I was up to spending like six to eight hours on doing my food prep. And that's from, of course, shopping to cleaning and doing all the dishes afterwards. So I don't mind it. I'm going to get back into it. But lately I've been cheating the system and it's been fabulous because my Sundays, I'm actually like <laughs> reading, I'm catching up on a show or two, I'm cleaning, I'm changing you know, the bedding, I'm doing all this uh, stuff, I'm finishing all my laundry and I usually work on Sunday nights anyway. Uh, so I have time for me and that's so wonderful 
before I kind of dive into things. So anyway, I've gone past the time of my commercial breaks, which I usually do because I'm chatty. So I'm going to let you guys listen to a quick commercial and I'll be back to talk about, uh, I'll be back to talk about some powerful ways to be your best self right after this break. so much for staying with me through the break. I am talking to you today about some powerful ways to be your best self. And this is from a article from a website called Minimalism Made Simple. And they also have their own podcast and personal growth, which I love. They have printables and things like that, ebooks. And if you picture the best version of yourself, are you looking in a mirror or are you looking in the future? Life brings you various stresses and pressures that may limit your ability to be your best self, but it's important not to give up on the person that you truly want to be. While you feel your best self is an unattainable version of you in distance, you can take action on what allows you to start living a better version of your own life. Big change may be easier to achieve than you think. Becoming your best self involves optimizing all areas of your life to encourage growth, limit distractions, and focus on the goals that you want to achieve. It is often a change of mindset, allowing you to promote your own positive thinking and create a new sense of confidence. Being your best self is not an overnight transformation, but rather a series of daily actions that can help you live the life that you've always wanted. The journey to becoming the best version of you is paved with little steps and better habits that can lead you to a healthier and happier you. If you're ready to live your life to the fullest, consider these top 11 powerful ways to get started. So to sidebar in here, the journey of mine started uh, about three and a half years ago and I'd gotten really sick and I was in and out of the hospital a lot and I was having debt pile up from my medical bills and things like that what's crazy is that I had jobs for years and years and years where I had no health insurance whatsoever and I got the position that I have now and I've had it for years and years and as soon as I got health insurance is when I started sick which is is crazy and I'm, I'm just so grateful that I had it but I started to learn what it was like to be in the hospital for extended periods of time scared I was away from my family and then the lifestyle that I had been living was starting to hinder everything else outside of my health it was hindering my job it was hindering my relationship it was hindering my friendships it was something that I was I was swollen all the time they were putting me on steroids all the time and I just found myself sad and lonely and just uncomfortable in a lot of pain all the time emotionally and physically I didn't know from time to time whether it was a time to go to the hospital or not because the first time I went into the hospital uh, 
they had told me that if I had waited two days longer because there was so much poison in my blood from my diverticulitis bursting, like my my diverticulitis had created an abscess that had burst and they said that I, I would have died. And my friends had to talk me into going to the hospital. I was laughing because I didn't know that I had diverticulitis at the time. And I remember telling them like, I'm going to the doctor for you. Like I have, you know, some indigestion. My stomach is a little hurt, but it's nothing that I think that I should be in the emergency room for. But before you, I'll go. It's going to take me forever. I hate sitting in the emergency room for hours. They can tell me that I'm, you know, I've got a stomach ache and give me an antibiotic and send me home, but I'll do it for you. And that's when everything, my whole life changed. Uh, you know, because as I was laying there, I remember them talking about how they didn't know if the antibiotics would take. They didn't know what to do. And they even had talked about putting me out and then doing a surgery, emergency surgery on me and waking up with a colonoscopy bag, not a colonoscopy, <laughs> a colonoscopy bag, colonoscopy bag. Oh my gosh. You can tell that I am not a medical professional by any stretch of the imagination. Anyway, um, my dad had had one of those bags and, um, so I, I didn't know what the future was going to hold for me and it was very scary and uh, it, it just seemed like every time I went to the hospital uh, they never wanted to let me go home like I was just there forever and one of the times I had gotten out and my, my body thank goodness was very very receptive to the antibiotics so I was very blessed in that regard um, one of the times I had gotten out I just I was very scared and I thought I've got to, I've got to change my life. I've got to get these surgeries that I need to have. And I need to start appreciating everything. And I have to start challenging myself to take as best care of myself as I can, when I can. But I also have to make a decision to have balance and enjoy my life as much as I can. Well, in that takes money, right? So I ended up picking up a bunch of you know, jobs and side hustles and starting to look at different ways to make a few dollars here and there. Uh, and I, you know, I wanted to pay off my debt. I wanted to look and I wanted to be financially secure. I wanted to start doing all of these things because I had all of the medical debt. And so, you know, I wanted to take that away. I wanted to take care of it because even though I had great insurance, I, I still had bills coming in all the time and so that sparked this motivation to meet people that could help me start talking to people who had just got done traveling the world and what was that life like for them people that were incredibly intelligent that knew things about you know had had been cultured and talked to all kinds of people and then I wanted to keep keep doing that I started doing a lot of it uh, more than I was before it's always kind of been in me and as I was doing that I started figuring out the connection between everybody and everything and then the pandemic happened and that's a whole thing but I wanted the powerful ways to be your best self I wanted to look at life in that through that lens and that's exactly what I've been doing and um 
you know, number one that they have here is set goals. And that's exactly what I did for myself. Uh, and I still set them every day, new ones every day, because it's like a revolving wheel as I'm accomplishing things and I'm crossing things off the list. I'm adding some new things that I think that could help myself, that could help other people, that could help people that I've met. I want to make a change. I want to make a difference, even if it's for one person, one time out of a while or ever. It, it's, it makes such a big difference to be able to feel that happen and know that you had an impact on something so special. Um, the first step in transforming into the best version of yourself is considering your aspirations in life. Picturing your optimal future self and starting to plan your goals can help you become that person. You can set goals in any area of your life. For example, your goal may be to save money for a home. You could aspire to lose weight and achieve better physical wellness. Your goal could involve taking that next big step in your career. Now, I think that, that that's really interesting, uh, you know, setting goals, but you also have to in- anticipate setbacks and you have to understand that those setbacks are part of the journey. I wish that everything that I tried was a slam dunk. I wish that everything that I wanted to achieve didn't take practice or extra education or knowledge. I'm always taking classes and, you know, talking to gurus and practicing spirituality and meditating and all of these things because as far as I get I'm still so far from the next expert or maybe I haven't considered something that somebody else has and I think setting goals is really important but I also again think that anticipating the setbacks and understanding that failing at some things is okay because you're learning how to be your best self from those setbacks from failing at those things at the time it's awful it's it's sometimes confusing but in retrospect it tells its own story number two is eliminating distractions next it's important to ask yourself what's holding me back distractions in your life may be limiting you from becoming the person you truly want to be your distractions in life can take many forms it could be a negative attitude too much technology a toxic relationship or a habit of putting others needs before your own Figure out what's distracting you from living your best life and find healthy ways to minimize the noise. So a lot of people will tell me that, uh, you know, you're like everybody's mom, Evelyn. You're always looking out for everybody, you know. And with that, it's awesome. But at the same time, I have to always remember that it's okay to say no sometimes. And I, I find myself saying yes a lot because I have time or I'll make time or something like that. And lately I have been trying to make a habit of if I if I can't do something or I can't make it to something or I don't have something, I'm just, I'm, I'm being honest and I'm saying no and not feeling guilty about it, which is a huge, a huge deal for me. And it's, it's nowhere near where I should be, but at least it's helping to be clear, create clarity in my environment, which is awesome. Uh, and it's, again, it's just like saying no to myself when I'm on the fence about going grocery shopping or uh, getting the food pre-made on Sundays, you know? Number three is leave your comfort zone. This is something that I try to do all the time, but it's a challenge for me every day. Your comfort zone is where you feel the most content and calm, but this safety net can also serve as a barrier for your goals. Chances are your best self will involve you to stretch beyond your comfort zone. 
push yourself to make moves that may scare you a bit. This may involve starting a new conversation, asking for a promotion at work, or performing your talents in a public setting. Leaving your comfort zone may require some bravery, but the benefits can be highly rewarding and encouraging. A hundred percent. I definitely think, I mean, every time I leave my comfort zone to do something, I come out, I would say 90% of the time, super excited about what I did. Like I said, the media throws so much fear out there. And trust me, there's media that I love too. I don't want to sound like a hypocrite. But uh, with that being said, there is so much that's put out there to scare you that is actually so amazing. I uh, mentioned in the last episode, I went for Willin uh, last weekend and it was fantastic. I had the time of my life. I got super dirty. It was, it was cleansing to get dirty, if that makes sense. It was just awesome. And I can't wait to do it again. Uh, Number four, focus on healthy habits. This is something that, again, I'm practicing every day. uh, And it's, you know, when I want to craving chips or, you know, I'm still a human being and I still have taste buds. I crave Reese's peanut butter cups. They're my favorite in the world. Burgers. Oh, my gosh. When I can smell Burger King or I can smell Wendy's, it, like, gets into my soul. I'm not even kidding. Focus on healthy habits. You can't be your best you if you're not mentally and physically healthy. Try to incorporate more healthy habits into your day, such as eating a healthy breakfast, going for more walks, or incorporating time into your day to meditate or practice yoga. Now I have a healthy, uh, I have a healthy rotation of, of meditation, so I'm not worried about that so much. And, and it's getting, it's getting healthier. I'm, I'm meditating more and more all the time. Uh, and, and like I said, if you ever feel a little tingle, it's probably me saying a prayer for you or meditating. Uh, anyway, so um, mentally, I'm, I'm always trying to, you know, not let the jar in the back of my head fill up with thoughts that may be worrisome or something like that. Physically healthy is more than just dieting. I have to, you know, take a look at my sleep balance. I've got to take a look at my anxiety. I, sometimes I get anxiety and I feel like the older that I get, the more anxiety I get uh, and over certain things like driving in the rain, like I, I mentioned earlier, things like that. Um, trying to incorporate the healthy habits such as a healthy breakfast. Now, I do recently uh, make a habit of setting aside uh, some meats and things to have for breakfast. Because sometimes if I drink coffee without it, it's, it's no bueno. Number five, enlist help. In striving to be your best self, it's important that you become your biggest cheerleader. However, it can also be encouraging to have support from others. Consider telling your family and close friends about your goals and ask for their help in achieving them. Whether you need a few words of encouragement or someone to help you maintain accountability, your loved ones can help lift you into a better lifestyle. I think that that's wonderful too because I have a very solid group of friends and they all listen to this podcast now. And I hear from them all the time. Uh, You know, they know where I'm at by listening to this uh, and talking to me, of course, where I'm at with my goals, when I'm cheating on my diet, or when I go to work out and I pulled all my muscles and I can't lift my coffee cup up. (laughs) Or, you know, when I'm I'm, I'm having my, my best week ever, they know about that too. And, you know, it's encouraging when, you know, someone says, I loved that book that you read. It really changed things for me. And I look at things a little bit differently. Or someone comes up to me that's one of my friends and will say, I'm, I'm so happy that you 
went on the slide on the cruise and all the people were cheering for you because I know how hard that was for you. That support has me continue going. Uh, as, as I've mentioned before, this podcast was actually supposed to end in December, uh, January 1st of this past year. And I've kept it going because, you know, I, I felt that I, I had felt that I, no one was benefiting from it. I was just going to continue going until the end of the the year like I'd done my I'd done my diligence you know whatever and then I started hearing from people and how they love to listen to it and things like that and it it made me say to myself there's no way that you can stop doing this like you have to continue you know and it's been so rewarding ever since it's more rewarding in the second season than it was in the first because I anticipate the listens I look to see how many people have listened I um I see what content people want to know about and that drives me in that regard too because I'm like oh my gosh all these people are interested in this just like I am I'm gonna dig deeper into this you know number six try something new it can be refreshing to try something completely new in your life if there is a hobby or activity that you find fascinating give it a try and see how it goes take a painting class at your local community center or try a new hairstyle or learn to cook your favorite meal. Try some, trying something new allows you to explore your interests, focus on yourself, and push your limits. What's awesome about this one is that over the course of the last couple years, I had gotten my hair cut really short. It's long again now, but that was totally out of my realm of possibility. I'd had the same hairstyle for like 20 years, and maybe even longer, and I got it all cut off and I felt different. I felt older, I felt more mature, I felt, you know, like it never looked good on me before, but it, it worked now. I was really excited about that. Um, going four-wheeling was something new. Going down, going on a cruise was something new. I never did anything like that before. Uh, and I was so comfortable, I'd done so much research. I actually, all the traveling that I've done is, is stuff that I've planned, places that I always wanted to go, bucket list stuff and I've got a whole list of places that I want to go that I I have yet to pursue you know and so trying something new has been some of the most significant changes that I've seen and I've just gotten started in that number seven highlight your strengths make a list of the top 10 things that you love about yourself whether it be related to who you are in your family career or life in general Once you have your list, think of 10 ways to highlight these strengths and bring more value to your life. By playing on your existing strengths, you can help yourself achieve more and boost your confidence. I love that. Um, I think in a way, doing this podcast kind of does highlight my strengths because I, I am working on talking in front of people and over the course of the last year and a half, I've at least gotten comfortable talking to feel like you're here with me doing these podcasts. So I, I definitely think that that is a great strength and, and something that has changed me. Uh, but also it is where I'm at with, with my family and my career. I've gotten a little bit more comfortable doing certain tasks there and life in general. That's so true. I, I think that talking through my menus and talking through the recipes talking about the dieting and uh you know 
going on Instagram and reading some of the things that come up there as far as the videos and, and seeing the inspirational quotes and just diving into spirituality and finding out how to find calmness in such a crazy and hectic world at a crazy and hectic time has been really beneficial. And I wouldn't feel right if I didn't suggest it to everybody who listened or was around me. And I do that. Number eight, use positive affirmations. Positive affirmations are universal words of encouragement like do your best and I am worth it. Research positive affirmations and choose a few statements that truly speak to you and your goals. Incorporate these mantras into your daily life by writing them somewhere where you'll see it every morning or making a habit to repeat your positive affirmations before bed every night. You can find a graphic with your positive affirmation and make it your phone background for a reminder throughout the day. I've talked about this before and I don't think affirmations ever get old. As a matter of fact, I went on a trip with my friend Keely, who's in the podcast uh, a couple different times. And I talk about her a couple different times. We did an interview together. Um, and we found this tower, and I, I think I've talked about it before. We found this tower in this like swamp. And uh, her and I and our friend Candace had been climbed up to the top of this tower and it was such a gorgeous day it was almost surreal this this whole swamp had looked like someone had painted it it was one of the most beautiful things you'd ever see and I was standing on top of it with her and she just put her arms out and our hair was blowing in the wind because we were on top of this tower and she started screaming affirmations and it was so beautiful and it was such a great moment it was so cool and freeing uh and there was nobody for miles I mean we were in the middle of nowhere and so it wasn't like someone was going to bust us screaming affirmations but it was such a, a powerful spiritual moment because it was just the wind was blowing and we were so comfortable with each other and we'd been laughing so the energy was really great and um I have a picture of her that day and I was looking through my phone and I saw it and I was like oh my gosh I remember that day affirmations are really cool I have a vision board that I made a couple years ago and it has a ton of things on it, it had work goals on it it had body goals, healthy lifestyle goals, healthy changes that I wanted to make, leadership goals, leadership development, uh, trips I want to take, travel, all kinds of stuff that I had put on there. And I was revisiting it the other day. It's hanging up in my laundry room because they say don't put it right in front of you in case something doesn't come to fruition. You concentrate it on it too hard. And I was looking at it and so many of the things that I had wanted have come true. Uh, they have come to fruition and it's because I see that board in the background every day every day when I'm doing my laundry or I'm running in to get the dog its food or whatever I'm going in there for I'm seeing that vision board out of the corner of my mind and so many things have come to fruition it makes me very excited about the future number nine maintain realistic expectations keep in mind that your best self is not perfect even if you achieve all of your goals and become the person that you truly want to be, you may still experience bumps in the road. Remember that everyone has bad days. Everyone has experiences, setbacks from time to time, and not all news is going to be good news. Realize that your journey to your best self may be studded with hills and valleys, and that's okay. Number 10, celebrate little wins. It's easy to be hard on yourself when you don't feel like the best you but it is important to celebrate milestones on the way to your goals. For example, if you have a goal of passing a college course, consider your first good grade on a test a huge victory. 
Encouraging yourself is so important in building confidence and strength, and you deserve to celebrate the little things that may be big steps in your journey. Help others. Number 11 is help others. Becoming your best self may involve leaving a positive influence on someone else or your community. It can be highly rewarding to help others and make a good impact, which can ultimately help you feel more fulfilled in life. Helping others can mean supporting the people in your life to become the best versions of themselves too, or it can also mean helping someone in need or supporting your favorite charitable cause. I talk about this every week, so I don't want to push it too far, but if you're new to the podcast, I absolutely love uh, to learn about people's lives and listen to where they came from and where they want to go and what their stories are. And in order to do that, sometimes you have to give, you have to be vulnerable enough to recognize someone's needs, whether it is emotional, uh, you know, or they need, they need something financial or, you know, something like that. Um, They just need someone to talk to. You'd be surprised how many people just want to have a conversation with somebody. They're lonely or they just want somebody to ask them how they're doing and actually care. And I care and maybe maybe too much sometimes. Uh, But helping others doesn't have to, you know, empty the pocketbook or something like that. Helping others can be when you have too much of something, give it, whether it's knowledge or clothing or you know, anything. And it just, I, I believe that everybody is one. I've, I've talked about this last week. I'm going to mention again, for those of you who are new, I watch near, I'm fascinated by death and I watch near death experiences all the time. I've read a million books on them and everybody says the same things. A lot of people say the same things. And uh, one of the things that's a commonality is I, we are one. I am you, you are me. Whenever you cross over or you feel like you're going to cross over, that is one of the biggest things and so I think about that I think about that cycle and that energy all of the time and so I I try to recognize that in life uh, you know as much as it's meant to be lived in spirituality so that's just that's just me though being the best version of yourself is an attainable aspiration in life that you if you take action now you focus on daily habits and allow your way of thinking to evolve into a new By being the best version of yourself, you're able to live confidently in the present rather than letting thoughts of what if haunt your daily thoughts. And I'm so glad that I chose that subject matter for today because even though we're doing different exercises on how to be your best self in general, and we talk about self-care, and we talk about living the healthy lifestyle, we talk about finances and how to be smarter with your money, you know, even during an inflation, there's, there are different things that you can do. I I saw somebody the other day talking about, um, you know, researching cars, purchasing a car, you know, paying a thousand dollars for a car that's worth 2000 and pocketing a thousand dollars for every car that you sell. And, you know, then turning around and taking that money and buying a $2,000 car and then selling it for more than that. And then pocketing that money. Like it was just, you know, a cycle. And it's, it's that kind of thinking that helps get you from one thing to another. It's a little bit of a hustle uh, and it's not easy. It takes a lot. And, and, and sometimes you have, to, you have to know where to invest your money and it's, all, it's a whole thing. And it's not something that I'm great at by any stretch, but it's something I'm working on. And so I definitely, I definitely try to incorporate as much into the podcast 
uh, about all of these things because I'm so curious. I am, I am endlessly curious, but I also have this, you know, massive emotional side that is trying to figure out, uh, you know, where I'm at in my life every day. And it is a journey. It's a magical journey uh, because just when I think that I have seen and done all of one thing, I realize that it's just the beginning. Or when I feel like I'm just in, in, in developing on, on something new, uh, it, it is, is something that is just supposed to be a lesson or a phase or another chapter. You know, it's just everything transitions uh, and, and some of it stays with you and you become as wise as you thought you could in one thing and then something else comes along and just shocks you. And, and I love to be pleasantly surprised. Uh, uh, some people don't like surprises at all. But um, anyway, I'm rambling on and it's a beautiful day to have a Saturday. And I hope that uh, you and your family are happy and healthy. And I'm so grateful for you spending this time with me this weekend or whenever it is that you listen to this. Please tell your family and friends uh, and hopefully I can also help them along their journeys also, or at least excite them about my own. Uh, and feel free to leave me some feedback on my Anchor app. Uh, you can leave me a voicemail. Send me an email if you want to send me any interesting articles or anything like that at evelynkishayahoo.com. Or you can uh, check out my Life Over Matter Instagram page. You can follow me. Uh, that would be amazing. I, I try to uplift and enlighten everybody every day. Uh, every day that I can. Thank you for tuning in. Wednesdays and Saturdays is our day at 8 a.m. And uh, like I said, start from the beginning. Uh, it's It's been an amazing journey so far. And I feel like uh, we've, only, we've only just begun. So until next time, I hope that you have an amazing morning, a fantastic afternoon, and a good night.